Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord bless you. Listener, dear listener, for joining me this moment at the Incense Radio. God bless you. It's a moment of revelation, refreshment, and um, a moment of divine exposition. Uh, this moment we're going to be looking in our episode today. We are going to be looking to the Word of God, uh, the call of prayer or the call to prayer. I'm going to be sharing with us from the main subject title, the call to priesthood. The call to priesthood. We've been called as priests of God and we must be ready to bear the responsibility that goes with that call. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, chapter 5, please follow with me as I read. Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's episode and our discussion today and the word that I'll be sharing to, with my listener. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will grant us understanding and much more than understanding to rise up to do what you have called us to do to bear the responsibility to rise up and to take up the responsibility of the calling upon our life or the call upon our life that we might fulfill this call to the glory of the father in jesus name amen dear listener god bless you once again my name is william salami and I will be sharing with us this evening, this afternoon, this morning, this 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 evening, morning, afternoon, depending on where you are listening to me. I believe the Lord will bless you today in the name of Jesus. Um, the book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 10 says, And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on earth. If you are a believer, if you have given your life to Christ, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you have been called into the priesthood. The Bible says, ye are now a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. So we have been called to show forth the glory of God. We have been show forth, called to show forth the life of God. So we are no more ordinary. We are not just ordinary people. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation, a people belonging to God. In First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, said, But ye are a chosen generation. A chosen generation. In other words, you have chosen, you have been chosen. Jesus said, I chose you. You did not choose me. But I am the one that chose you. He has chosen us before the foundation of the world as a generation. And a royal, a special generation, a royal priesthood. A royal priesthood. Royalty, you belong to royalty if you have given your life to Christ. Because the Father and the Son, they are the, the, the Father is a king, is a is a is a king, the Son also is a king. And you also you are a king because you belong to the lineage of royalty. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging, a peculiar people, that ye should show for the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The moment you are called out of darkness, you have been called into light and royalty. 
You are to rule and reign with the Father. You belong to the kingdom of light. Giving thanks to the Father who has delivered from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us to the kingdom of his own dear Son. When you have given your life to Christ, you are no longer walking in darkness any longer. John chapter 8 verse 12 said, he said, if you believe in me, you shall no longer walk in darkness, but you have the light of life. For every believer, for every saint that accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior has been called from darkness into light. You belong to the kingdom of light. And that is where you belong. And this kingdom of light is a kingdom that rules all over every other kingdom. So, you have been called to royalty. You have been called to a life that is, separate, that is, that is separated from darkness. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 7 says, The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Talking about John, he said he was not the light but was sent to bear witness of that light. Jesus is that light. That as many that believe in him, in verse 9, that was the, that was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. He is the light that lighted everyone that comes into the world. Anyone that accepts him has come into the kingdom of light. And so therefore you have been called into, the, into, the, into a kingdom of royalty. He said he has made us kings and priests. A priest is, is the one that stands between, between God and man. A priest is the one that offers up the incense. The sacrifice. In the Old Testament, we are made to understand that the, ins, the, 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 the priest will go into the Holy of Holy he, he, to offer all prayers on behalf of the people. We also have the high priest. Jesus is our high priest. He has gone before us to stand in the presence of the Father. But here on earth, you are the priest of God. Representing Christ on behalf of the people, on behalf of your family, on behalf of your nation, or, 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 or the people, on behalf of the nations, we have been called. So our responsibility is to usher people into God's presence, is to bring people, to offer God to men and men to God. You are the bridge between man and God. We, we have been called to offer up a sacrifice to God. We have been called to, 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 to offer our sacrifices in prayers like an incense. We are to offer it unto God. We are to bring it. We are to, we are to come into his presence. Child of God, as a priest of God, number one, you have been called to dwell in the presence of God in the place of prayer, in the secret place. And when you dwell in the secret place, you intercede on behalf of the people. The psalmist said in Psalm 141 verse 2, he said, Let my prayer be said before thee as incense and the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Let my prayer come unto you as incense. And the lifting of our hands like an evening sacrifice. We offer up prayers to God as priests of God. We, we intercede on behalf of the people. We pray for others. 
We bring their petition before God. We intercede for our family. We cry on behalf of the people. No wonder Paul the Apostle said, My son, of whom I travail in prayer, until Christ be forming you. So you, as a child of God, you've been called. You don't need to wait till you become a pastor, or you become an apostle, or you become a prophet, or a teacher, or an evangelist, before you take up the responsibility of a priest. We have been called to offer our prayers. He said, let my prayer come unto you like an, like, like an incense. Your, a, a priest will always come before God to offer up an incense unto God. If you follow me to the book of uh, Exodus uh, chapter 29, you're going to see there in verse 39, he said, the one lamb thou shalt offer in the morning and the other lamb thou shalt offer at even. That means at the evening. So it is an offering, building an altar of sacrifice, building an altar where you have an encounter with God. In the Old Testament, they build altar. Now you have to build the altar in the New Testament, a place of prayer, a place of meeting with God. That is your altar. A place of communion. It has been from generation to generation. We have been called as the priests and kings of God in the kingdom, into the kingdom, to offer unto God our worship, our intercession throughout every generation. Throughout every generation. God has been looking for men and women that will stand in the gap as the true priest. If you look at the same chapter 30 of the book of Exodus, it's verse 7 said, And Aaron shall burn there on sweet incense every morning. When he dresses the lamp, he shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lightened, lighted the lamp at even, he shall burn incense upon it, a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generation. He said, you shall offer no strange incense thereon, nor burnt sacrifice, nor meat offering, neither shall ye pour drink offering thereon. It, has, it, is, it was specific, an incense of prayer. So we have been called, it is a generational thing. It was an ordinance throughout all generations to offer our worship to God as ordained priests after the order of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who is the high priest? He has gone and is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf. The Bible says we do not have an high priest that is not touched with the feeling of our infirmity, but he has gone ahead for us. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He is a great high priest. But you and me, we are called into the office of a priesthood. We have been called to offer unto God. Hallelujah. To offer up to God our sacrifices of praise, of worship. We don't bring animals to God again to slaughter because Jesus, he has offered his blood. We need not daily as those high spirits to offer up sacrifices any longer. But rather, we come before God to offer our sacrifices of praise, of worship, of intersection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have been called, child of God, to offer our sacrifice unto God and incense. That is why we have the incense radio, we have the incense media. This is 
the prayer with the same prayer also go to go as an incense. So, child of God, it is high time to take up the responsibility, standing on behalf of the people. The more you dwell in the presence of God, the more the glory of God rubber on you. The more you dwell in His presence, the more the glory rub off on you. You cannot come into God's presence or you cannot dwell in the presence of God as a man that seeks His presence and the glory will not overshadow your life. Children of God, we must create time. We must make it a habit, a responsibility. When is your time of having a communion with the Holy Spirit? A personal relationship with God. We must develop it. A personal knowledge of God. It's not all about the one you do as a corporate worship in church. I'm talking about a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit that will make you to know Him. That where, where He's going to reveal Himself, His manifest presence. Dear Father, I I pray this morning, I pray this moment that you will grant your children the grace to go back to the secret place, to dwell in the presence of God, where the presence of God, where the glory of God will rub for in us. The things that you consider to be challenges, child of God, you have not dwelled in the place of prayer with God. They are nothing. The more you dwell in that place, the more you recognize the power and the advantage of the secret place. The more you dwell in the secret place, the more you discover the glory that dwell in the secret place. You want to know more about the Holy Spirit? You want to hear His voice? Dwell in the secret place. Either in the day or in the night, let there be a hunger after Him. A hunger for the secret place. A hunger after God. That is when God will reveal Himself. He's ever ready to, to, to speak to us. But we are too busy. Our lines are too busy. We are full of activities. We are just making, we are full of noise. Child of God, noise will not do the work. Human strength will not do the work until you die to the flesh, until you crucify the flesh and God himself overshadow you and you are dead completely. The Bible says until the seed, the grain fall and die. It remain on its own, but when it dies, it brings forth until we are dead to the flesh, until we bow ourselves, until we forget about our ego, until we forget about our ambition and die to ourselves and come into his presence and say, Lord, take over, take over, not my will, but your will, take over. Until we get dead, the Lord will be able to speak to us. Until we are dead on the altar of prayer. Until we are dead in the secret place. Until we begin to seek his face. Until we go back to the to Calvary. Until we go back to the altar of incense. Offering our incense to God. Our worship to God. Our, our telling him how much we love him. Seeking his face, not only his hands. Until we know how to seek his face, we might not see what is in his hands. Going back to the secret place. It is a call. We have been called into priesthood. We have been called into priesthood. If you look at the book of Revelation, it talks about uh, the, the, what happened in heaven. It says, another angel, in Revelation 8 verse 3, it says, another angel came and stood at the altar, having a gold censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayer of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne, and the smoke of the incense, 
The smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the, of, of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings and earthquakes until we are able to make the, in, the altar to, to perceive the incense of our worship and the incense of our praise. We might not have, we might not receive back and, uh, uh, the, the voice, the justice you'll be craving for, the deliverance you'll be craving for, the voice of God might not be heard until the altar is filled with the smoke, the thick cloud of worship, of incense, bringing it before God, going back to the secret place, rediscovering God, rediscovering His presence, rediscovering His power, rediscovering His glory. The glory resides in the secret place. The glory of the Father resides in the secret place. The glory of the Son resides in the secret place. And we must rediscover, children of God, we have been preoccupied with activities, programs. We have been too busy. We have not been able to assess the secret place. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8 said, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. We have been so busy, no time for fasting, no time to seek the face of God, no time to lift up our holy hands in prayer, no time to seek his face. Paul said, I will therefore that men pray everywhere. I desire, he said, I will therefore that men pray. It is a call that men ought always to pray and not to faint. He said, we should pray always, pray in the spirit, pray always. Lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting, without unbelief, lifting up our holy hands. Father, we come before you. Help us, O Lord, help the church. Heal us of our weakness, of our lukewarmness. Heal us of our liturgy. Heal us. Deliver from activities. Deliver us from cosmetic Christianity. Deliver us from mechanical worship. Take us back to the Calvary. Take us back to the secret place. Oh Lord, we ask this day, take us back. We will dwell in your presence. We will seek. We will not be in a hurry. We will seek your presence. We will rediscover your glory. We will seek for your faith. We will commune with you. We will have fellowship with you. A place of fellowship, a place of intimacy, a place of intimacy, a place of intimacy, a place of intimacy. Father, take us there. That is where we ask. That is what I ask today. Child of God, there is no better place. David said that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in the presence of God. He said, take not away thy Holy Spirit for me. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. A lot of us, we have lost touch with the Holy Spirit. We are not walking by the Spirit. We are dead. Oh my God. We are deaf to the voice of the Spirit. We are filled with activities. We have been carried away with signs and wonders. We no longer crave for the presence of God. We look for miracles. We jump from one program to another, from one church to another, from one denomination to another. We are no more seeking the face of the Father. Please, Lord, take us back. We crave, Lord, for your presence. We pray, oh Lord, take us back. Take not your Holy Spirit from us. Revive us again, oh Lord. 
Restored unto us the joy of our salvation. Where is the joy we once had in the past? Where is the joy that well from our heart? Where is the joy that makes our heart to be so glad? Where is the joy that makes us to share the gospel with others? Where is the joy that makes us to shed tears when we are preaching the word of God to an unbeliever and they are not ready to listen? Where is the, the joy that makes us to cry and shed tears for unbelievers? Oh Lord, restore it. Oh Lord, restore it. That we we go back to the place of soul winning, a place where we finish praying, we finish seeking your face, we will shed tears and believers, unbelievers alike will be pricked in their heart, hear our voice. Lord, take us back again. Lord, revive us again. David said in, 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 in Psalm 46, verse, 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 verse for he said, There is a river, the stream whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Moses. There is a stream, there is a river, the stream that made glad. The Bible said, They that believe out of their belly shall flow. The rivers of living water help us to dwell in your presence to crave for the flow of this river the flow of this river oh lord we crave this day help us help my listener everyone listening to me take us back oh father listener child of god there is need to go back there is need to return back to Calvary. There is need to return back to the city place. Bible says Jacob dwell in Jabbok. He dwell alone. He said, I won't let you go unless you bless me. The blessing of his presence is more than the blessing of anything else in the world. What can we crave for? More than the presence. When we experience his presence, healing take place. When we experience his presence, every other thing is a jar their addition. I would say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing. Seek ye first the kingdom. Oh Lord, help us to seek your kingdom first. First, first, help us to seek in all our running up and down, in all our pursuits, in all our running after these, after the things of the earth. Help us, oh Lord, to seek for your presence. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I will say, blessed are those that hunger and taste for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Oh Lord, help us to crave for this water. He says, anyone thirst, let him ask for this river. Let him ask for this water. He said, anyone thirst, oh God, grant us the hunger. Help us to be thirsty. Thirsty for you, oh Lord. Thirsty for your glory. Thirsty for your power. Thirsty for your presence, oh Lord. When we seek for your presence, every other thing will be added. Power will be added. Power will be added. Every other thing will be added. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us to desire. Help us to crave for this water of life. Help us to seek for this water. I will say in the book of John, chapter 7, verse 37, he said, in the last day, that great day of the peace, Jesus stood, cried, and said, if any man tests, the king of kings, the Lord of all, cried. He shouted, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. We have come, O oh Lord, to drink. Give all this water. 
He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow the river of living water. Out of his belly shall flow. Child of God, in another episode, I'm going to share with you the anointing, the, the, the presence of God that flows from within, not the one that is on upon. The one that flows within speaks of our relationship with him, our fellowship with him, our interaction with him, our relationship with him. Dear Father, take us back. Take us back. Jesus says, anyone taste? Child of God, are you thirsty for God? Are you thirsty for the things of God? Or the things of God have been, the, the, the things of the world has overtaken the things of God, materialism. The hunger for material thing. You want to best the, you want to buy the best car. You want to ride the best car. You want that is good. You want to build the best house, the best the, the best citadel, the best worship place is good. But let it not replace the primary thing. The presence of God. You want to buy the best clothes, the best wear. You want to wear the best jewelry, the best wig. Let it not replace the craving for more of God. The craving. The craving. The craving. The craving for God. That desire, that hunger. The hunger. May I ask you, child of God, when last do you have that time with God? When last do you shed tears in His presence? When last do you worship and, and you feel His presence and you start crying alone? When last? Did that happen? When last did you study his word and you feel his presence? When last do you pray? And when last do you fast? I'm not praying, I'm not talking about fasting for a miracle or for sense and wonder. I mean the fasting that you are not just asking for anything. You're just asking for Lord your presence. Let me just love you. Help me to just love you more. We have been called child of God. That is what we are called to do. To offer our sacrifices to God. That is the first primary thing. To offer sacrifices of worship and prayer. is sacrifices of fellowship. That is what we've been called as priests unto God. As I round up this message this evening, this moment. I pray that the Lord will prepare our hearts. To come back, to find our place. To run back to him. If you have lost that touch with the Holy Spirit. To run back and say, Lord, we are sorry. Lord, I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Coming back into his presence. Just like Elizabeth. The Bible says the book of Luke chapter 1. Talking about Zechariah and Elizabeth. And it came to pass in verse 8 that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense. When he went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. There is a time of incense. It's a time of prayer. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. The place of fellowship, the place of encounter, the inner court 
the place where you worship and you go into the inner course. Hey, time will not permit me, but next time I'm going to share with you again on the inner court. God's presence in the inner court. That is where you see his presence. That's where his glory dwells. That is where the world, the true bread dwells. And many other things that reside in a secret place. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, take us to the inner caucus, the inner courts, where we have an encounter with you. An encounter with the Holy Spirit. Zechariah appeared, but today it was not like every other day. Angels, the angel of God was already waiting for him. When you come into his presence, habitually, constantly, consistently, you will meet with him. The message is waiting for you. They are the inner courts. There you have other things. The staff of Aaron that boarded. Talking about your ministry. There you see the lamp. There you see other things that are in the inner court. There you see the mercy seats. Hallelujah. They are the inner courts. You see the angel overshadowing. The mercy seats. There you have the, the law. You have the, the ten commandments. In the inner courts. Child of God. The cutting between the outer court and inner court, the holy and the holies of holies, is so thin that it is open already. You can enter in. It has been open. It is torn already. I pray today that you get ready to enter into the priesthood. Remain blessed in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for my listeners and everyone listening to me. If you have not given your life to Christ, I ask that the glory of God, the grace of God to make up your mind for Jesus be released upon your life in Jesus' name. And for the rest of us, Father, quicken us and prepare us, taking us back to where we have left behind. Going back to our responsibility as priests and kings in Jesus' name.